fifth fucking time. Welcome back to Cloud Nine. I'm here with a special guest. This man, this young, young prospect has been my friend for more than over a year. He's a former Rookie of the Year minor league uh, champion as well. I might be butchering that a little bit, but stick with me. I just want to make it look cool. Edward Sanchez, welcome to the podcast. How are you feeling? Feeling pretty good, man. It's first time doing something like this, and hey, I get to get I get to talk my shit for once. So let's go. Hey, that's the mood. That's the way I do things here sometimes. <laughs> so, first question I want to ask you: What? Uh, who are you? Like, what's your story? <clears throat> well, I guess you can say I have. I'm a guy with a star of two faces. I have. My good life, which is with my fam, which is the life I ended up choosing. Then I have the life of my friends, which is a shit show. But, I mean, as a person, everybody has that type of two-lane right. two life. So, I mean, I'm just trying to deal with it, you know? Right. And that's, that makes sense, you know? Um, where did you grow up? Well, I was born in the Bronx. Then I moved to Brooklyn. Then I came to Washington Heights. So I guess I've been to a lot of places. Um, I guess you can say most of my infant years, uh, around two to like six, I was in Brooklyn. Then from six all the way until now, I've been in Harlem. And from like, since I was born to like one, I was in the Bronx. So, I mean, I've been to a lot of the boroughs already. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. So, um, Obviously, since you've been transporting girls around New York City, you've been to at least a few schools in your lifetime. What schools have you been to in New York? Oh, um, when I was in Brooklyn, I mean, I've always grew up in the Catholic school system since I was a baby, basically. So when I was in first grade, I was in, I think, yeah, St. Sylvester. They closed down. As, like, that was my last year there. Wow. Then... When I was in second grade, no, yeah, when I was going to second grade, I went to a public school for the first time, spent there two months, and then I actually went to Our Lady of Lords in the middle of second grade. And then from second to all the way sixth grade, I stayed there. Then seventh grade, I went to a school in Inwood, Good Shepherd, finished there. Now I'm going to high school in the halls with you. Hey, that's how you do it. That's how we do it. Cloud One friend that I can say, uh, that's a tough one, man. I mean, off the top of my head, ugh. I mean, we talked about, uh, you, you, you talked about Stephanie. Oh, man, that girl, yeah, Stephanie. Yeah, I met her when I was in, she was one of the first females I met in Good Shepherd going into seventh grade. I started off. I started off going there with a kind of, I guess you say, with a bad rep. 
because of one comment that I made to one kid. There was this girl named Catherine. She was in she was in our class, and I said, "Man, she looks like my old girlfriend." Ooh. And everybody started to say that, "Oh, I liked her and stuff." And man, I started off the first yeah. month on that school with such a bad rep. But stuff, but stuff. She was like, you know what? Who cares? Whatever what they say. And it was not really just necessarily Stephanie. It was more more like her mom because no one really gave a shit about me. Right. On those times, the beginning of the like in the beginning of seventh grade. So then her mom noticed that my grades my grades were dropping. I went from like a ninety student to like a seventy student, and she was like, like she took me out of class herself. A woman that I never met in my life. She just took me out and she was like, I know you could do better than this. I don't know why you're doing this to yourself. I mean, just just do you. And, you know, eventually you're going to just surpass whatever the hell you're going through. And then she gave me a hug and I was like, damn, I got to change. my, I got to change around and stuff like that. And then a few weeks later, I mean, like, shit, I was blowing up. I started getting actual friends. And like, I mean, to be honest, she really changed my seventh and eighth grade years in that school. Like she, it went from negative to a positive instantly, just because of that one little talk. Wow, that's, I never knew that. You know, three years we've been here, I didn't know that. I didn't know that shit. Um, that's that's pretty inspiring. You know, um, we hope that we see people in our lives that it changes, especially adults. That's why that's where um, we look up to people like that. But yeah, that's pretty inspiring. Yeah. Um, so about your life and entering high school, you know, start fresh, blank slate, um, just tell us a little about that, you know, your high school, like, think high school years to now, you know, you're a senior, you're going to graduate to be in college. You love to hear that. You know, um, just, just tell us, um, before your senior year, like freshman, sophomore, junior, like, just tell us how it, how it went, like, academically, uh, friendship-wise, the beginning of freshman year, oh man, I low-key regret that year completely. I made so many dumb mistakes in freshman year, like, so many things I kept into myself, like, I was so isolated from everyone in freshman year, I mean, I, st- I, mean, I only talked to, what, two people freshman year, and those were kids that I graduated from 8th grade to freshman year to now, so that's like... And I and I really didn't talk to anyone. Like I remember being in the class with you and, and everybody else. It's just like I'm sitting down in the class and I'm like, I don't know any of these fuckers. I only know one guy. And that one guy I graduated with. So it's just like, man. And then I wanted to, but with my with my shyness, like I've always had that. Like I just don't like talking to new people. It's just like it's a pain. It takes me a while to actually talk to you, unless like we're in a group. Right. When I'm forced to talk to you, then that's different. But like, if I have a choice, I'm not gonna talk to you, and it's just how I was. So like, academically, it was okay because I didn't have any friends. So it's just like the only thing I could do was do my work. So I, you know, academically, freshman year wasn't so bad. Um, friendship wise, it was awful. Like I hadn't I didn't socialize with anyone. And then sophomore year, you know, I kind of picked it up a bit. Then that's when I started talking to you and everybody else. And then. You know, my grades, you know, they were still the same as freshman year. I still barely did my homework, but I mean, like, I had passed. And then junior year, oh, that was a hellhole. Yeah. Emotionally, mentally, everything-wise, that yeah. that year was insane. And then, I mean, right now, I guess you could say I'm stable right now. You know, yeah. just doing my thing. Yeah, it's just uphill from here, right? Yeah. You know, it's just never-ending. 
Um, I want to I want to talk to you a little bit about that. You know, I mean, now we're now we're gonna start going deep. You know, this is like basic shit. You know, I, you know, I want to know what makes you you. So you talked about in Germany here how it was such a struggle to help for you. Can you identify some of the struggles that made it helpful for you, or? You know, you don't have to say if it's too personal for you, but I just want to know, like, what was the struggle factor that makes you struggle? Well, remember when I told you in the beginning of the podcast, this is where I talk my shit? This is where I talk my shit. Ooh, okay. <clears throat> in the beginning of junior year, I started off with, you know, like, I'm going to kick this year in the ass. I'm doing my thing. Right. I'm like, this is, this is, where, this is where it starts. Right. And then... During the middle of, of November, you know, my grades were okay. I was doing fine. And then this is when, you know, shit <laughs> badly. I I ended up meeting this girl, Kate. As we, you know, we both know. That was just, man. <sighs> I ended up meeting this girl, Kate. We started vibing with each other. And then, you know... I was like, shit, everything is going perfect. So grades are great. I got a girl now. King of the world. Later than you know, then the ga- later than you know, I was just the side bitch for her. And I'm the guy. You know, the guys usually do that. But girl, but that girl did it to me. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, I didn't think much of it. I mean, like, she was going, you know, she was having her problems with her old mans. And she, right. she was talking to me. And, you know, we were, you know, I was just like, well, maybe she's just going to break up with him and end up with me. And then maybe I can actually make, you know, make her happy. Right. Ended up, it was just like an emotional roller coaster. Like one day she, we would be perfectly fine. Next day, next thing you know, she was just like, so me and my mans, we did this. And, you know, it was so great. I finally felt that love again. You know, I can't, you know, all of that. And I was just like, so what What am I going to do? Like, like, then you're going to leave me when I'm finally like, I mean, a lot of people say, oh, you're stupid. Just because, like, right. yo, she's dating a man. Like, you know you're being the side bitch. And I'm like, I don't care. And that was the first time I actually felt that type of love towards someone. Yeah. She actually gave me something that a girl never gave me before. And it was just like, I had to keep her. Because no girl, if I never felt that with a girl, and I've been with, like, what, two other girls before her? I've been with two other girls, and I didn't feel that way with her. Or with them than what I do with her and I'm just like oh man and and also like not only has that girl affected you that girl's also affected your friends myself included yeah it was like the after effect because I remember um when you came in I believe it was Mr. Campbell's room um which is our English teacher mm-hmm. and he just and I remember Edward just came in with like the worst fucking attitude I've ever seen him coming with like he literally sat down on his desk and did not say hi. That was like our first class in the morning, right? It was pretty early. It was like yeah. seven, eight, eight thirty. And I remember him just walking in and, and he was and I'm like, Oh, maybe he's just tired. No, he wasn't tired. That kid, you know, I didn't realize until now, but Edward was like going through shit, you know, mentally. And it was it was torturing him. And I remember him always checking his phone. And I'm like, Why is he checking his phone? Don't tell me it's the girl. You know, that was the, that was the big, um, I know this guy, Edward, like, eight or seven, that was, like, the big, uh, trend. It was, like, everybody, even Edward's friends, everybody that Edward knew, we would always say, oh, it's the same girl, the same this, the same that. Yeah. And it was, like, 
it was funny like from my perspective it was like funny at first like oh haha you know yeah i was not moving on you know this girl is ugly but i never you know it's the first time i could see from his eyes you know it's pretty it's pretty awesome um but at that time you know and i'm assuming that it fucked with your grades right it fucked with it so hard i went from i think it was around like an 83 84 average to like i think i had like a 62 average wow and then I was failing, like, I went to tutoring. I never really told a lot of people that. I, I, I went to tutoring to, like, two different classes. Um, I almost failed my English regents because of that, too. Like, I couldn't, I didn't even feel like, I did, like, I, I never hit rock bottom that hard before. Like, I didn't even, I didn't have the motivation to freaking do baseball, play video games. I didn't even feel like texting anyone. Didn't do my homework. Like, I came to a point I didn't even talk to anyone at home. Like, I would just come home, just locked in my room. Just, like, fuck everybody. Like, don't talk to me if I, unless you want to get, like, roasted. Like, I just right. didn't want to talk to anyone. And, well, it sucks because that was a big year that I fucked up. Like, junior year is what colleges look at. And I fucked up that year so bad. Like, I barely managed to pass that year with, like, a 75. And I regretted a, mu- a bunch because, like, everybody told me. And then, you know, Jesus, you know, our t- uh, my teammate and Cod, he was just like, bro, like, dump her. Like, she's fucking you. And I'm just like, what the hell do you know? You're across the state. Like, you're across the country. I mean, like, he's in Cali and I'm over here in New York and he's telling me, like, yo, like, dump her. And I'm like, who, like, who do you know? Yeah, I think that was the first time I think you saw, like, physics or Jesus actually, like, from front to front say that to you. You know, yeah. I know you guys have always been like arguing here and there and have your disputes, but I think that was the first time in your in your COD career that he actually told you and said, "Hey, you know, as a friend to friend, don't do this." You know, and obviously, you know, you were you were still like going through it and stuff like that. So I, I completely get it. And instead of actually taking it into consideration, I just I I went at him. And I did say sorry for it, but it took me a long time to say it to him. But, like, it was just like, bro, who the hell are you to tell me what to do? Like, you don't know what I've been through with this girl. And at the end of the day, it wasn't even a a lot. Because just a few months ago, it was when we were going to complete a year of friendship. Until she blocked, until we blocked each other, actually. Because, like, I, oh, man, that was such a stressful year. Every time I think about it. And that was the first time I ever cried to a girl. And I'm not ashamed to say it. I'm not ashamed to say it. I cried over her. Like, I, like, legit cried on my mom's shoulders that night on December 24th about her. On Christmas Eve, I cried to Kate in the car on my mom's shoulders. I never felt that heartbroken in my life. Like, that was so painful to me. And, like, even to this day... No bullshit. I I'd be like, damn, what what would happen if me and Kate would have been together, or this, or or that? I mean, like, re- like stuff like that. You just don't. You can't just throw away like that. Like, man, you just can't just throw away those type of feelings towards someone. And that, and we just we were never officially together. And that's that's the funny part. Yeah. Well, I mean, I again, I did not know that you were crying before Christmas I mean that's pretty impactful you know and it was it's, it's ironic because that that 2019 was probably the, one of the worst parts of your year it was one of the best parts of my year because I got to learn a different world and that was esports right mm-hmm. 
you introduced me into the world of Call of Duty that I never thought I'd ever seen in my life. Mm. You know, I think it started off. You know, I'm gonna go into that a little bit, but we st- I started off playing multiplayer. Yeah. Right? And then you were like, "Good times to go Yeah. You noticed me that I was playing multiplayer a lot, and I was, and you were like, "Hey, let's play multiplayer together." I'm like, "Yeah, sure, no problem." I'm over here like going negative, like fucking 19 and 30, and you notice it <laughs> after like a few games, and you're like, oh, yeah, you're not doing that great, Edison. I'm like, yeah, no shit, <laughs> you know? So then you were like, um, uh, let me teach you. I'm like, the fuck? In my mind, I'm like, yeah, sure. I mean, I mean, I, I said to you, yeah, sure. But in my mind, I'm like, the fuck is he going to teach me like, how to shoot? Like, I, I know how to shoot because it's fun, you know? But no, like, it's so much more to that, and like, yeah. I, I started to see it from a different perspective. You know, you started to introduce you, you need to your friends who are like, at that time were like, in my in my eyes, they were like God level. Like these guys who just fucking held hold a controller, like levitating a controller with their eyes. You know, <laughs> yeah. like it was insane. And I think that was like the first time in my life where like I was like, holy shit, like I'm actually kind of good at something. You know, and you opened my eyes to a world that I've never seen before, and for that I cannot be more thankful. You know, and I'm always gonna say thank you for that because I almost fucking insane. And the only reason why I even tried to introduce you to, to it because I know, like, look, like when I first, you know, started playing with you, like physically on PS4, and you told me about your Overwatch stuff, I was like. Huh, okay, so he did play competitive, something competitive yeah. before. And Overwatch is a you know fast-paced, intense yeah. game, a lot of strat- strats involved. And I'm like, okay. you know. And I saw you play multiplayer, and I'm like, well, I need an extra player. Like, we were looking for one at the time. Right. And I'm like, well, Edison's my best friend. Like, he's my right. bro, and he's playing multiplayer. So I'm like, you know what, fuck it, let me try it. Yeah, let me just fucking inject drugs into this kid. <laughs> let, me, let, let me give him the Adderall. <laughs> let me give him the ice in his face. And then I, I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm, I'm going to help him out. And it came to a point that you were improving in such an insane rate that I thought I was a God teacher. Right. But at the end of the day, I was seeing that it was not only just me teaching you. You were actually taking the time out of your day to actually learn and practice and, and just like study the game yourself. And that's what made me want to teach you even more. And I'm not gonna take the full credit of teaching you, or even say like it's a like an actual sport or profession, but like the fact that you know like helping someone, and not only that, but someone that's really close to you, that just forms a different bond. That's why when you know when I'm with you, it's just like, man, not only that we we know each other in real life, but we play together, we struggle together, we we practice together. Like there's so many things we've done, and you know that's just another addition to the story between us and it's great I love to see it it's great so yeah I mean COD was such a that year was such a big uh, year in my life you know and I really improved I think mentally you know I started to see other games you know competitively with respect like I started to notice all these guys like playing like 24 hours a day and I'm like what the fuck are these guys doing like there's a waste of my fucking time but then like I, I remember the first I don't, I don't know if you remember this but that was the first, the first match or the first event that I saw was I think it was uh, it was Vegas CWO Vegas Optic versus um, the first event of the year before yeah right mm-hmm. um, I forgot which team Optic was facing that year but um, I think it was either Splice or Luminosity I'm not sure 
But man, when I saw everybody go crazy, you know, the, the, the crowd just hyping everybody up, I'm like, yo, like, I like this. You know, I haven't like like been interested in something for a long ass time other than Overwatch. You know, I, God, it was like, holy shit, like, I actually like this. You know, and then I started to put more time in it, and I was like, dude, like, I I can I can do this shit. You know, and it was it was so cool. You know. And not only did I improve, but you improved. Yeah, because you know? I, I had a rival. Because believe know? it or not, you were improving so fast that you were putting up, like, my numbers. Like, you were putting up my numbers, and I'm like, bro, like, this guy's only been playing for, like, four months, and I've been playing this shit for, like, a year and a half, and this guy's putting up numbers that I've been putting, that I've been trying to put up for, like, ages. And, uh, and then I was just like, nah, I'm not letting that happen. Like, I'm teaching him. He's not teaching me. So I'm like, I have to, like, improve quick. And, and then that's when I started going crazy on the game, even more than I was. Like, I like I never reached, like, that year was the highest year I ever made it so far in multiplayer. First year I've ever played so much ranked play. First year I've done, like, so many things. Like, I, I don't, it's, like, insane how much I did. And to a point that I was not even using the excuse of, I gotta get better so that you know I could not only teach you but just show you that I could that I'm still like you know you know you still have a lot to go. Yeah. But I was using like my emotion, like my my anger, like fuck, this guy is not really trying to like be better than me right now. And also using like the envious side because I'm like I'm envious of you because like you were like it's like you it came to you naturally. And it's I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's just me, but like. There's just so many things that I see people like they they pick up things naturally, and I don't know what what I could pick up naturally. I totally feel you. Same thing with math. Like when I see a math prodigy or unless somebody that's great at math, I'm like, this motherfucker. It's <laughs> like I've been struggling math all my life. Like I don't still get it to this day. So when I see somebody that that dude, like there was this guy right named Samaj in my class in middle school, and he was a troublemaker. He did not give a fuck. But in math, oh my God, he could do the whole fucking problem in three seconds. And I'm over here trying to take notes from this teacher, and he's over here, oh, I don't give a fuck. You know? I'm like, what the fuck? You know, like, use your talent, yeah. lazy bitch. You know? And going into that point, the knowing John, my, yeah. my bro since sixth grade, oh, man. That guy is literally the greatest of all time when it comes to COD. Like, i never seen a guy who could use any other gun and still shit on kids. Like, the meta was, was like, SOG as the SMG. Right. This guy, this guy could use the Spitfire and act like it's a SOG and just fucking shit on everybody in the game. Yeah. SOG is a submachine gun. Yeah. And it was just like, I forget that. <laughs> this is not just us. I forget. So, like, yeah. Um, so, like, it's just like, dude, like, why don't you use your talent? Like, right. you could fucking do something in COD. And not only COD, you could do that in Rainbow. You could do that in Overwatch. Right. You could do that in Battlefront. You could do that in Battlefield. I'm like, bro, like, use your thumbs for, like, something right. in COD or something. But he's like, nah, I just like to play this thing casually. And I give that respect. Because a guy who... I give that respect. Because a, a guy who could do that and still play it casually instead of just being greedy and just doing, like, doing it for money, he's playing it for fun. But I mean, like... It's not gonna hurt you to at least try for once, right. you know. So it's just like, you know. Ah oh, man, yeah. I, I I just don't yeah, understand. Yeah. You know? yeah. You see all these talented people, and you're just like, you know, why can't I do it like that? You know? 
and then everybody knows me for grinding like this if, if i like something i'm gonna grind it i'm gonna grind it grind it grind it that's all i do i could have 20 days played like in one game just shooting bots or practicing and or just playing ranked play by myself just like improving myself but like there's people who just get on the game and just do what i do but you know when I do it, I spend hours doing it. When right. they do it, they just did it for the first time and they're a prodigy at it. Right. So it's just like I find myself in a stage that I'm like, maybe I don't have what it takes. But then I also find my, find it like if I keep improving, I'm going to be better than them eventually because hard work beats uh, like being yeah. a prodigy and stuff. Yeah. So it's just like, you know, if I keep putting in the reps and maybe I could do it, but I mean, like at this point of, of the game and I'm getting older and my reaction time is just getting there. But I mean, I don't know, man. College is going there too. It's just like, I'm not going to have as much time as I had before. Uh, I think what you were trying to say was hard, hard work will always be talent. If talent doesn't work just as hard. Yeah. That's what I was going to add. Yeah. Yeah. That's your real life too, man. It's not just video games. I mean, you could be the most talented. I mean, I I, I don't know if you know this, but Levels um, also, uh, it's just Levels, uh, uh, which is a guy in our team. He was like, he's the he's the best like guy, like the one that makes the best stats. Like, think about basketball, right? And you see this like like LeBron James. Right? He's the best, LeBron James in our team. Yeah, yeah. best guy on your team. You know, leader all this stuff like he literally has everything you need in a person right. and then so he looked at me and he was like yo you're getting kind of good and i'm like no because i looked up i don't know if you guys know this but i looked up to you guys like every single day i'm like wow i wish i could be like them you know these guys like, they know what to do they talk they talk call outs like it's a second language i'm like wow i, I wish you could be like that you know and I think it was the first time that he noticed that I was good. I remember it was frequency. Um, yeah, frequency was your map, man. Yeah, I don't know what it was. In Call of Duty Black Ops 4, and it was a frequency hard point, which is basically an objective mode where you have to stay and the most points wins, basically, pretty much. Yeah. So it was in that map, in that mode, and we were playing like our servers because it's COD is a little bit more complicated than you guys think it is. You know, there's east servers, there's west servers, there's uh, central servers. I yeah. Mm-hmm. So we were playing on east servers, and of course, me and Edward are, are on the east coast. You know, he's on the west coast. So obviously, the connection is not going to be that great. But he, he, I always say this, and he always downgrades me when I say this. He is still good on East Coast connections. I don't care what uh, what anyone says, but that dude is just on another level. And honestly, I may talk my shit yeah. about him, but like, honestly, I look up to him too, believe it or not. I mean, like, that guy, he puts up numbers that no one can put up, and he's playing on a completely different coast. Like, we're over here, like, not having any connection issues. We're in our coast, I mean, our servers. And this guy is across the damn country, and he's putting with like he has to deal with uh, delayed shots. He has to deal with like everything, right. and he still puts up better numbers than us. Right. Like that's insane. Like I, I don't understand how someone could do that for a long time until I got better. He was the king of West Coast and East Coast. Dude. Believe it or not, mm-hmm. that's that's was until I came in, and I said, "Get the fuck out of my coast." <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, it was that bad. Edward, you know, Edward and, and him are having their own scuffles always. Yeah. But this time he got tense. You know, these guys were like going at it. So I'm like, okay, I gotta make, 
I got to make that one count. I got to do something. So it was a 2v2, right? Me and Edward on the same team versus um, Levels and Physics that we were talking about. Jesus. East versus West. Yeah. Oof. So um, it was that bad. I remember, like, I just fucking, like, I took all of Edward's teaching. I took all those YouTube videos that I watched, all that time that I spent, put into action, and I just went off. And all that, all that, all those struggles that Edward mentioned, delayed shots and all that time, I used that to my advantage. I know I'm a fucking cheeky ass motherfucker, but it was worth it against him. You know, I used it. I said, hold up. This guy's, this guy's like another fucking state. Let me fucking show this guy who I am. And I think BO4, like, respect. Like, we had that mutual respect. Like, we didn't want to admit it. But like we saw each other as like, okay, let me let me not fuck with this guy on this coast. Let me not fuck with this guy on this coast. And the more like, I, I don't know if you know this Edward, but I went back to theater room and I saw what he was doing, like his behavior. You know, oh, a lot of nah. players, a lot of players um, have this sort of like. That's why I gave Edward also a hard time. That's why we were so close when we won. Because I went to theater room and I looked back. I spent hours. You cheeky son of a bitch. <laughs> You're kidding me. Focusing on you, smudge, levels, and physics. I focus on all of you. So not only that you were getting better, you were freaking studying <laughs> us. Like, you were, what are we, textbooks? You're like, you're looking at us too? So I got used God. to And the way you guys did things, for example, levels would always go pillar the first time. He did not go middle. He did mm-hmm. not go left or right. He didn't, he didn't even go to the window. That map, it was Arsenal, by the way. He always went pillar. I said, let me do something else. So once I started doing something else, he started being like, yo, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> you know? But I remember spending hours and hours looking at you guys. And like, oh, so that's how they did it. So I, re- so I even took some of your... Okay, I don't know if this sounds weird, but I took each and every one of your guys' things that you loved. Our play styles? And I, your play styles, right. And I implemented to my play style. I took a little bit of your play style. The one that you, you were so fucking annoying. <laughs> this guy was so annoying. You don't understand the struggles I've been with this guy, bro. Like, this guy would be doing some random shit. And I'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I would not know if he was dumb or if, it, if, if that was just his strat. Like, dude, like, you don't understand, dude. Like, I would be so annoyed. I give you props for that, but like, damn, you're a bitch for that. You're lucky a bitch for that. I give you props, but you're lucky a bitch. No. And so, for example, you want me to tell you? You want me to say like? What I'm all ears because now I know. Tell me. You, Edward. Um, you know how you ICR is basically a long range gun. You know, you're not supposed to get uh-huh. into close fights. So. And I was the main ICR, so right, like so I was the slowest one. Guy for long range fights. Uh huh. I looked at where he was in a lot, in every single map that we play. I looked at where he was, and I'm like, okay, where's the spot that can counter that spot? So I looked everywhere on the, around the map by myself, going off when you guys all were offline. I said, before you guys went online, I was like, what can I do? So I started going, oh, there, 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 there. I started taking notes. So the next time you did not really take notes. I can show you. Oh my. <laughs> God, this guy, and, dude. And you hated me so much, but I'm like, man, I'm getting there, you know? Because that was the only way I could improve. I studied you, and I studied you to the fucking core. Because I look, not only did I look up to you, but I wanted to be just like you. So I was like, hmm, okay, he does this. 
um, one thing that I took from you was you don't rush. And I didn't rush. I was always patient with my shot. You know, that's one thing I took. One thing that I took from physics is, is uh, he doesn't, um, he's sort of like a rushing guy. Like, he knows when to rush at the perfect moment. Like, I've seen this guy clutch 1v2s over and over and over. I'm like, how the hell can you go up against two people like that? Oh, okay, let me look back. And I looked at his point of view, what he did. And I said, okay, let me take that. I took the rushing aspect of physics. Smudge. Oh, my God. You don't know how hard it was to fucking decode this man. Yeah. This guy that guy's the, in the Morse code in a person. This guy was the brains of our team. This guy was like the purple, um, um, what's this word? The, the Mutant Ninja Turtles, that purple dude, I don't know, I don't I know. his name, but he was the smartest guy in our group. And I said, Ian, okay. I, I saved him for last because he was hard. But the, 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 the next guy that I took from his level, that's got on our team, uh, he had a combination of everything. Yeah, he just same like you. That I took from him, he didn't move when he shot. He always stayed still. He did, even with any gun, he always stayed still. We, there wasn't no shaking. I said, huh, let me practice that. Not even I knew that. Right. You did ass? Yes. He's, he always stood still? Like, he never, like... Always go, when he shoots, there is no shaking in his controller. He always stays still. He could be in the most awkward position and he will shoot straight. No matter where he is, no matter what position of the map he's in, even if he's in a bad spot, he will shoot where the carrot, where the guy is. Whether that's elbow to elbow in frequency, and whether not that's move. window to window, this guy does not shake. And I'm like, let me keep practicing. So I get practicing. So I took his not shaking style. Then finally, the one thing that made Smudge so different than all of us was that he saw places in the map that we didn't see. Yeah, so that guy said, is crazy. Where does he go? <laughs> <laughs> and I literally copied where he went, and I and I got so much better. I started to implement. I took each and every one of your best things, and I took it on my playstyle, and that made me so hard to kill. That's why I got my nickname. This guy's unkillable. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, I took okay. each and every, I'm, I took each and every one of you, and I embodied it to me. That's like literally trying to kill you was trying. It's like if you if we were if we were supposed to kill you. You would have to know how everybody plays and try to just figure out like just like an like an assumption where he could be right. and it's just like just having five different personalities or when well, i personalities but play styles in your gameplay it's just like i mean that's that's hard i, that's I give you that. props bro the, honestly yeah, the more i play with you guys the more i got better because the more i observed you and the more i said that's props that's props so you know and it, it's not in a sense like I'm trying to be better than you guys. I'm just trying to be in the same level as you guys. I'm trying, trying to, to keep up. Not trying to be like the you know, like the one who causes. I'm trying to be the main guy, the main star of the show. I want to be in the show. Yeah. I want to be a side character. <laughs> he, he wants to be. He wants to be the tree or something. Exactly. I want to be the tree in the fucking bag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, I always respected you guys, and I fucking. It was a blast playing every single time, every Friday, because I couldn't play on the weekdays. Yeah. So it was like every chance I got, I took it, took it, took it. Every chance you guys told me, hey, I just want to play. Of course, I'm, I'm down. I don't care what I have to do. I dropped all my homework. I dropped everything that I was doing. I just started playing. That's what I love. Mm. When you love something and you put time into it, ain't nobody stopping you. 
That's not thing. not even a relationship nowadays. That's ain't nobody stopping you. Not even you know the only person that can stop you is God, in my opinion. When you love okay. something and yeah. you want to keep doing it forever, oh, psh, the sky's not even the limit for you, man. The moon is, <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> the moon is, yeah. So that was like fucking amazing, and I cannot be more grateful. Honestly, it was it was the best time of my life, and I think you know, whenever I saw you online, I said. Oh shit, I'm not friends. Oh shit. You could be playing a different game. I'm like, oh fuck, I'm not friends. <laughs> you know? So that's what I did. And at the end, like, I knew, I sort of knew that this COD was not going to be the best one for me. I didn't like it at all. Oh, so and I was like, you know what? Let me just put out my all out there, you know? You know let me just fucking, like, just giving my own league play all the time. I pass levels and stats and in killing. Like he, he even got annoyed with me at one point. Like, yo, why? Why are you killing more people than me? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm like, you're gonna see why, and this is why, you know. And it's kind of, it's. I wouldn't say it's sad. You know, I don't play that much anymore. I would say like maybe once every three months. But I, you know, I'm I'm grateful. You know, the, the chance I got to learn something new. And that's one thing I regret, you know, not learning something new for once in your life. Right? Yeah. And that was that was pretty much it. That was my that was my cod. You know? It was a good run. It was a good run. Was, it was a good run. Like, it was a good run. Like, you know? All right, right now the cod state right now is just trash. Like yeah. even even I'm thinking about quitting. Like right now I I don't even think I'm getting better. I think I'm getting worse. To be honest. Know. I hung up my my sticks, man. Like <laughs> I hung up the jersey. Right? <laughs> hey, I'm done. I'm retired. <laughs> I got my number. I'm chilling. I'm out. Yeah, but yeah. And any advice that um, I would say for people just like want to be me, you know? I remember like our friends started to notice us, and they were like, "Wow, you guys are really good." But then. When they started seeing me, they were like, yo, good Sky Edison. And I remember, like, just seeing your face. Like, Who the fuck? You know, like, like, yeah. <laughs> I remember you told me one time, right? Like, like you were that envious side. Yeah. Because, like, yeah, I was proud of you and all that stuff. And, you know, everybody just says, you know, be humble about it because, you know, you don't have, people don't have to see your good deeds. You know, you just got to right. just feel good with yourself. And I felt good with myself, but like it came to a point like we will see people, you know, people will actually see us play. People would would comment on us, and people would be like, "Yo, that's kind of cool. You guys are just duos. You guys are doing this and doing that." But then people just don't notice. Like Edison didn't get good one day to another by himself. And then what makes me upset is that it came to a point that people wanted to get good at COD too, not only Edison, and they will go to Edison for coaching. When people didn't notice that I was the one coaching Edison. I literally told him, I'm like, dude, I'm not a coach. I'm just a player. I can, t- I can take some tips, but that's it. Like, I remember, we all know the famous Taylor Joseph. Yeah. You know? And I remember 2019 was such a big year for you two because you guys got to know each other. Every time you, I don't know if you guys noticed it, but every time you guys had a conflict, whether that was verbally or almost physically, you knew each other more. And whether that was hate or love, I'm not sure. But he's I, just a little bit more relatable. Right. <laughs> but Surprisingly. He would literally he would literally define you as a god. Like right. it's insane. Literally just on you all the time. Like, 
nobody saw like the the sweat. I was I like do you remember the time I broke my thumb and I was still playing? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I was bleeding in that thumb and you guys invited me to play and I was like, oh, shit, all right, whatever. And I started playing with a bleeding that was like my thumb was bleeding on the stick. And I'm like, oh, Right. Or you remember when I used to play 24 hours yeah. at the beginning of of, 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 of of the game and I fractured my... Yo, like what? I don't know how. Like I, I didn't move my wrist for so long that I, I had to get like get it checked by a doctor. Like it's insane. Like, I mean, the way you hold the, the controller too, it was like unnatural. And shit. Right, I was like that at yeah. the beginning. Yeah, <laughs> it was weird. I twist my... Yeah. <laughs> Yo... Uh-huh, yeah. I mean that that envy that envy, you know it it's just like, you know, everybody has their way of getting better, right? And I you know, going through the years I've noticed that my best way of getting better is not playing with just, you know, only my brain, but you know, this, as, as corny as it may sound, I play with my emotions instead. Because everybody knows that I'm, I don't want to say an emotional person, but like, you know, if you say something bad to me, I'm going to get in my feels, you know? Like, I, I'm that type of person. I take everything like straight up and literal. So if you tell me I'm trash, I'm going to be like, no, I'm, I'm not trash. And then I just play well, I just play with anger and, and like, and all of that stuff. And it, and it shows, exactly. And it shows in my gameplay. Like, I'll go playing smart. And then when you say that to me, I just like, just start running at people doing stupid shit exactly and you know over the years even my own teammates are are seeing that and do they do it still yes but then at the end of the day or not even you know they just be like you know we know you're better than this come on clutch up do your thing and i get and i get back in my groove but it's just like everybody has their way of getting better and my getting my way of getting better was playing with my emotions but then there's just a a limit to that everybody has their cap and you know, playing with my emotions didn't work anymore. I actually had to physically and mentally get better at the game. And that was just hard for me because it was just, I didn't have the, you know, the atmosphere, I guess you can say, of getting better. Like, everybody was just paying attention to the good sky. And it's just my emotions were overflowing and I couldn't get better. That's when I had my stop period. And then once I just said, you know, fuck it, I'm going to just do me. I'm just going to just do what I do. That's when I had my, the, the winter's month. Remember that? My month that I was just yeah, godly. Was Yeah. This guy that was just unstoppable, and the guy that I that I looked up to, mm-hmm. and he looked back to that form. And I'm like, oh yeah, he steps back. I can't wait. And every two v two was fun because I just got to I, I I got to see him like like it was like have you have you read that like I don't know who's this guy Bruce Lee and how he says be water like being like this flow state. Oh yes, I saw that. Uh huh. And like I saw you doing that, even though you didn't notice it, but like. It was like ultra instinct. Like I was just letting yeah. it, just letting myself you, do what I mean. You didn't let the emotions affect you. You, you became the best part of you. You know, it was like I don't know if you've seen Street Fighter Lore or any of you guys Street Street, but there's this character named Ryu, and there's this evil side of him that is embodied. You know, and he, the evil side claims that is empowering him, and like it's stronger than him. But then there's this other side that's just natural and just like. You know every every good thing and i think you overcame your your struggles and your pain for that moment in your time and you really got to see that that's why i always say edward can be the best person in the group if he doesn't let his emotions get to him 
and that was evident that month. That month, nobody fucked with you. You were fucking insane. <laughs> yeah. Like literally. Like yeah, arguably that was my best my best month, and it, it's kind of funny because it was my birthday month in March. It was like it was you know, it was just fi- like I finally had like that. Like that, I guess you could say that sigh of relief. Like uh, nothing is bothering me right now. Everything's going well, and, and it was made, perfect. Uh, Snyder Mark, you was like, you were like you were doing well, and you were like, wow, this is how it feels to be you, huh? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is how it feels like to be Guns Guy or, or or to be Junior or something. Like I was feeling myself. Yeah, man. Like that's those were the good times, man. The good times. I haven't had a good time like that in a while, though. There is a bad side, however. To be what the fuck that's impossible when you are the best at something when you are the best thing at something you have no more room to grow what the fuck so you're telling me that all that time that I yeah, spent training all of this just leads to this yes I agree you know you don't have room to grow you are lonely I don't know if you guys I don't know if you know this you have no rivals no you nothing. have no rival you have no competition Everything gets boring. That I, I don't know if you have ever seen the anime One Punch Man. This guy literally defeats every villain with one punch. It gets so boring to the point where he's bored. He's like he's like with a boring ass face. Like, like everything is gonna be the best. It doesn't matter, you know. And I think that's why I stopped or you know stopped caring because I'm like nobody's. You know, everybody's idolizing me and shit, but I'm like, I want you to get better too so you can face me, you know? That's why I always got mad at Taylor for idolizing me. Like, shut the fuck up. Like, I want you to beat me, you know? I want to feel that satisfaction saying, like, oh, I got to beat this guy. It's not only about praising, you know? Like, it's like you could be the best in the world, and then that's when the, you know, that's when the saying comes, you are your own competition. But you just don't want to be your own competition every year. You're fighting yourself. You're playing chess with yourself. It is the most... And it's like you know everything you can do. You know, you know all your own strats. You know, like all of that. So it's like this, and it's not like, and then it's it's exactly what you said. You can't improve anymore because you're not you're not you're not seeing anything new because you are the new. Like you are that person. So it's just like you're just stuck at how you are, and then that's when things get boring. That's when you just don't feel like playing anymore. That's when you fall off, and you know that. I guess that's, that's I guess you can say that's what happened to you. Like you just just got bored. Yeah. Cause you were that person, you were that guy. Even levels started saying to me, "You're the next guy," and I'm like, "No, I'm not, man. Yeah. Let's just play. I want you to be still be better than me." You mm-hmm. know? But people just don't get that, you know. People just think, "Oh, yeah, Edison's great." You know, I don't, I don't see anything else. I'm like, no, like, I just got tired of it. I got tired of it all. I got tired of the fame. I got tired of everybody praising me. You know, nobody was talking shit to me to make me feel better. And I just stopped. I said, you know what? So, you know, and it's not over like not like that. But, you know, I still, I still have playing here and there. But I'm not, I don't. But he doesn't beat. You know, he's not like that. Not yeah, he doesn't play like that no more. You know, and it's you know it happens. A similar story too. I uh, our favorite, and what's favorite rapper, Nate Force or NF. Um, he talked about one of in one of his interviews. He said, "Dude, like, I had it all, man. I had the best awards. I think his Let It Down song went platinum." Three times. Three times. And he said, like, he was suicidal at that point. You know, he didn't want to live anymore. Yeah. Number one album in the country. Exactly. He, he number one album in the country. Got platinum three times and let it go. Or let you down, I mean. Uh, uh, like, all tours sold out. Like, he was literally in the top of the world. He got everything he wanted, and yet he was so unhappy. Like, 
And people are just like, how can you be unhappy with all those millions? I mean, like, everybody says it, you know, every, every year, and they're like, that, that they're depressed. Like, so many rappers nowadays are saying that, too. And it's just like, it's, and, you know, and it's not just only rappers or whatever, but it's like anyone. Like, once you have everything, there's nothing to look forward to anymore. Then you just get bored. Then you just start going into bad habits. And then it's just like, you just, you know, your life falls off. Like, everybody and nowadays in today's society, we need money, we need this, we need that, we need that. But, like, you know, you just got to just learn how to, like, just live with what you have. And that's what, you know, like, every person says it. Before they got big, you know, the process is what was, like, the best part. Like, the grind, the putting in the work, the, you know, socializing with new people. That's the best part. Not The best part is not having those millions and having all of that stuff. The best part is the process to get up there. And I mean, like a lot of people just, you know, now today, nowadays, it's just the, like the clout chasers and all that stuff. You know, they go for like overnight celebrities. Like, I mean, yeah, yeah you, you know, you can have all of that. But I mean, at the end of the day, the process is what makes you who you are. You grow up and the way that you act, the way you speak, the way you do everything is through the process you went through. So, I mean, like yeah. people think you were born this way. Yeah. People think that you never went through that's not true man. the best people in this world I can talk about the top of my head fucking Nate fucking The Rock like these guys The Rock was suicidal at one point all The Rock was poor yeah. this guy had nothing mm-hmm. and now he's like the best movie star in the world and jacked exactly <laughs> you know like people don't see shit you know people want quick fixes people want fast relief and no it's not fast quick fix it's a long term fix that you need to work on you know that's why so many people quit when they go to the gym. Oh, I want to get abs and I want to be fucking ripped in like three weeks. No. You know? It's going to take you at least over six, seven months, even a year. You know? And I've been witness, and I've, I mean, shit, I'm a, I'm, I'm a person myself that people be like, I can't do it myself. Right. Like, I can't do it. Like, bro, like I tried doing it and I, and I can't. Well, that's where friends come in. You know, that friends are the ones that motivates you to do it. Even if you only have one friend. Like, right now, I don't have that many friends. And shit, I go to an all-boys school. Right. And, like, I don't have to deal with girl problems. I, have, I don't have to deal with anything. Like, I, I go to an all-boys school. Everybody just has the same, kind of, like, the same things. Like, like they all play, like playing video games. Or they like doing this. They like doing that. And at the end of the day, I still don't have as many friends. Shit, I have more friends in eighth grade than I do now. Right. And it was co-ed. So it's just like, I only have, what, maybe five friends? Six friends, maybe, right. and mo- most out of 27 kids in my class. And, I mean, like, those are all I need, right? And, you know, the, the number one person that motivates me the most is Edison. And, I mean, I really just need him. Like, I stopped going to the gym. Then Edison started going to the gym. Then guess what? Well, if Edison's going to the gym, fuck it, I'm going to go to the gym too. <laughs> like, what? Like, I have to. Like, he's going to get jacked, and I'm just going to look like a scrawny little kid. I'm like, no, that's not what's going to happen. I'm going to go to the gym too, and I'm going to get jacked. So now I'm motivated to go to the gym because Edison's getting jacked, and I'm going to get jacked. That's it. It's simple. So it's just like little things like that. So it's just like, you know, friends are the number one motivator, even though even though they don't even tell you, you know, do this. You know, I, I'm inspiring you to do this. No, they don't have to say anything, just that their actions make you want to be better like be your better self you know and a lot of people nowadays i guess you can say oh what if i don't have no friends well you have role models everybody has one yeah there's a 
so it's like you could just look off all that. I always say like, there's a there's always a fire inside you that's a little flame, you know. But you just have to like crank. You know how when you're cooking something, you have to crank up the heat a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta crank that fucking bitch from zero to a hundred. <laughs> yeah, put that shit to max real quick. <laughs> self-awareness and i think it's like not genetics but like you have to develop it over time you know and like it was like three seconds it was like fucking three seconds down i'm running as fast as i fucking can this fucking big ass fucking white dude chasing me down <laughs> shit racial source oh, are you fucking dominican you ain't gonna do shit <laughs> damn fucking i popped that shit over his head man oh my god i never cursed so much in my life i actually lost my voice one time because i cursed so much true story um, yeah, then like our defensive team got an interception, got it in the touchdown again. We won the game. You know, it's just like those moments, like there's just like this fire inside you that nobody can put out, nigga. The best firefighters in the world can't even put that shit out. You know, I I I, I experienced that and I learned and I, and I think that's what makes me like so deadly, I guess you could say, is that I can crank my fire whenever I want to. Let's say, like, Mr. Kavan, our film teacher, says, Edison, you're the director. You have three days to get this, 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 this. Are you ready? I'm going to look at him and spit in his face and say, oh, you damn well bet I am I'm going to do it. Because, like, you know, that's just that's just who I am. You know, like, you you, 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 you want to, pre- like, I work so well. I don't know if you notice this, but I work so well with pressure. Like, you can give me everything in the world. And I can complain. Oh, I'm stressed out. Fuck this. But, like, I'm like, no, I can do this shit. You don't know the fuck I am, you know? And I think that's why a lot of people, I don't know if you don't know, but that's why a lot of people like respect me. Even 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 like ignorant ignorant people like Jacob, I'm not Jacob, uh, Gabriel mm-hmm. and Taylor always like look at me because like I'm not an easy fucking guy to topple down mentally, you know. I built my mental strength, like I, I adapted it over time since freshman year. And I'm like, I'm not I'm not gonna let this fucking fat ass gonna tell me what to do. And I closed off everything, and that's a bad side to it too, believe it or not, because I closed off everything, but I didn't let any love in. You know, that's why I was struggling when I didn't have a girlfriend or when I didn't have anyone to love me. And that's when I started to get desperate because I closed off everything, and I was like, I have to be this person, I have to be this person, I have to be tough, I have to be a leader, I have to do this. But it was hurting me at the same time. I wasn't being myself. So that's why, you know, that's why I got into useless relationships and I ended up hurting a lot of girls because I wasn't myself. I tried to be someone that I, that I, in my head, that my family wanted me to be. You know, Edison, when, you, when people talk about Edison, like, oh, Edison is a good person, so respectful, you know, but like, I, I, I'm not that, you know, I, I had to train myself to be that. But I just, I'm just a kid, man. You know, 17 years old, my dad's pressuring me to be this person that I don't think I ever will be. You know, and that sucks, dick. Because 
I I ruined a lot of relationships because my dumbass was like, okay, here he is. I can't. Man, that was that was that was that was a little bit of a rant there. Yeah, I didn't. Three years later, I tried to be someone that I couldn't be, and I tried to fix things that I couldn't, and I really fucked over and again. And I learned. I'm still trying to learn lots of different people in my life. I'm very good at taking advice. Every single day, you know, like I give it my hundred percent, and everyone's like, "Good job!" And in my head, I'm like, "Wait, that wasn't enough. What if I didn't give it hundred percent? Like, is this even hundred percent? This looks like one percent to me, you know." So that perfectionist. Yeah, I I always try to be good, and I always try to help everybody. Please, everybody, I always try to be friends with everybody. Oh my god, you're literally the funny me, man. <laughs> yeah, because like I don't want anyone to think I'm like shit. Mm-hmm. But as I grow over time, I'm like, you know what? I'm me. You don't like that? Fuck you. You know. And I, honestly, I still struggle with that. Yeah, I still struggle with that. I try to please all my friends. I try to give them. Oh man, medicine. Um, I'm a little hungry. Do you want you do you do you want my house? Like my house is free, open, <laughs> free. You know. So free of uh, service. Exactly. So I always try to do that. I mean, you don't. Wow, well, man. I remember back when I was in. I mean, I was you. No one, I never really told all like all like majority of my stories now, Lady of Lords, mm-hmm. going up second to sixth. But everybody that I was in that class with knows how much of a hellhole it was for me. Like, um, I was suspended four times, five times maybe, got expelled, and then that's when I transferred to seventh grade to another Catholic school that I don't know how the fuck they accepted me but believe it or not I was suspended all those times but they were all bullshit like I never like I would be suspended and I, I think I told you this I would be suspended my mom would pick me up order a large pie and I'll be home playing video games like I was suspended for things that I never really done like the, like I don't know if I told you this there was this one girl named Jolay in my class she was you know she was what people used to call her the the white cocky girl because she yeah, she was white and, yeah, I got you know, you. and then she she made a like we had lockers in those grades so like I had I was in my locker and her locker was right next to mine and you know we would all be dismissed and I was going on because she was on the top and I was on the bottom and she was like the locker next to me on the top and I was the locker the other side and the bottom. And I had to go on there. She was wearing a skirt. And I, and when I got up, her skirt lifted up. And she looked at me and she's like, oh, so you did that on purpose, huh? And I looked at her like, no, I didn't. Like, you're just right next to me. You're wearing a skirt. Like, it's big on you. She went to the teacher and she said that I sexually assaulted her. Wow. And, and I got, I was in the principal's uh, office. I remember I was in the principal's office and she looked at me with the greatest disgust in her world. Like me sexually assaulting a female at the age of like, what, 10? Like, I didn't even know what sex was at that age. So I'm like, how can I sexually assault someone that I don't even know what sex is? 
So then I'm just in the office. My mom come in and she knows who I am. Like no one knows me more than your moms. Like everybody, like your mom knows you like the palm of her her hands. Nothing's going to surprise her, and she knows that I'm just not that way. Like I've been to, I've been to the yard. I've seen beautiful women before, and I never disrespected a woman once in my life. So all of a sudden, when I'm in school, when I see a skinny white girl, I'm gonna just sexually assault her. Like she knows that's not me, and she knows that didn't happen. I just took the suspension right and, and you know just left. That same year, a a guy liked that that girl named Jalay, and well, let's just say he wanted to scuffle a bit. And I, I never been so satisfied in my life when I punched someone in their stomach. I never wow. been so satisfied, and that was when I got expelled. That was the last time I was in that school. I got expelled, and that's when I transferred. Oh man. I don't even know how we got here. <laughs> I don't know how we got here. But I mean <clears throat> I mean I mean yeah, it's just like, you know <laughs> emotion, yeah. Let's go let's go with that. Let's go with that. Let's go with that. Let's go with that. Emotion. Yeah. Good times. Good times. I, I miss those days low key to be honest. Not because of the pain part, but like Actually, something was happening in my life other than just being home and doing something. Like I, some, I was actually doing something. Nowadays, it's just you know, go to school, go home, and sleep, play video games, go to sleep, do homework. Um, yeah. And you did mention about that girlfriend thing, right? Oh, about shit. how about how uh, you were like. Um, that's how you fucked up a lot of relationships because yeah. you know you locked yourself from like that love stuff yeah I mean when it comes to that love I think I give I think I get I think I fall in love too quick I've I'm noticing that it only takes me like a week to say I love you. Holy sh! <laughs> like it takes me a week. Like I, wow. I, I, that's why I think I. That's why I think I, I, I get like that yeah. depressed a lot. I, get I, I get attached too quick, and that's a good and bad thing. It's a good thing because everybody knows that you know most people know that I'm well, most people because not everybody knows me, but most people think that you know I'm loyal, which I am. But I get a, I get attached too quick. You know, that's why junior year was such a, you know, fuck show for me. Yeah. Oh, man. Wow, we've been talking for an hour and ten minutes already. Time flies fast. I mean, <laughs> I mean, hell. We only talked about, we only touched on two things, too. COD and relationships. It was, it was also subtopics. Well. Oh, yeah, subtopics. You're right, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. You're right. Man, I think this is your longest podcast, too. Wow, you gotta like fuck me like that, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, I mean, there's nothing, to- there's nothing like talking like a bro. Cause honestly, if we were not doing the podcast, we'd probably be saying the same shit anyway. Yeah. Like, I mean, I think that's a good thing about specifically you, since you're the one doing the podcast. Like, you're open. You don't really give a shit whatever people, anybody else thinks about you. Like, if they like you and they're hearing your story, I- they're not going to be like. I'm not gonna talk to him because he's being too personal. I'm not gonna like. I'm not gonna talk to him because of this. But like, oh, I'm gonna talk to him because like he's an open book. Like, I mean, like this guy is not afraid to say what he wants to say. And you know, I praise you for that. It's nice. It's nice to hear someone who, you know, it's not 
censor to a certain topic. He yeah. just talks whatever he wants. Yeah. And it's great to hear that. Yeah, when I was making this podcast, like, I looked at other people's podcasts, like, they were talking about politics and theories and shit. I'm like, yo, that shit is fucking boring, dude. Like, who the fuck? Like, I don't, I don't want my audience to be bored. It's just, you know? <laughs> I want to talk about everything, you know? Everything you want. Like, I want to be the weirdest person. I'll be like, wow, it's fucking crazy. You know? And you just develop that over time. You know, you don't develop, you don't develop that self-awareness that you don't give a fuck. You know, I think that's what there's a word for that, but I forgot. There's like some Greek fucking philosopher has a meaning for that. The, the the way of living your life not caring, I think is the best way anyone can live their life. You know, I think I think one of the ways, the best ways to be successful is not looking at what anybody else is doing around you. And I think we have a habit of looking at what other people are doing so we can compare. I think a lot of people compare themselves to like great people like Justin Bieber. Like, okay. Oh, rant time, boys! Rant time, boys and girls, get ready. Funny, funny story. Um, I like this uh, girl in fifth grade. She was funny guy, and I was like, she was like a huge, like Justin Bieber. I think it was like 2012, 2013. Justin Bieber was like popping out. He came out with the all these other songs, and like she was like listening to him. She's like, wow. One time, like we were eating lunch, she told me, she's like, wow, I love Justin Bieber. Dude, I was so fucking jealous. I went home on YouTube and compared my hair to his. I was done. I started like, like noticing him. I think that's what I think I've always had that. Like I notice people and I observe what they what they do. Mm-hmm. Like um, when he was like singing, I'm like, wow, I can see why she likes him. You know. And I tried saying, I'm like, oh, fuck, my, my voice cracked. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> I mean, funny story, in sixth grade, I used to be addicted to only one song of Justin Bieber. If I was if I was your boyfriend. Oh, yeah. Dude, I don't know. For, for some reason, that song was just addicted to yeah. me. And I didn't like Justin Bieber at all. You know, there's, there's memes about that. Like, I like how us guys are like, man, fuck Justin Bieber. You know? But in reality, we're like, man, I wish it was him. Yo, low key, <laughs> low key, bro. Dude, let me tell you something. That dude, when he was 16, had the world in his fucking head. Facts. If you were a girl and Facts. you didn't like him, I don't know what type of planet you were, or you didn't know about him. You know? Bro. Like, all oh my girl cousins were addicted to him. Like, I remember everybody. Even my little boy, my one of my littlest cousins, who was a boy, was addicted to him. I'm like, oh my god, this guy's crazy. And you heard him everywhere. Like there was not one place you can go where he, every song of his was radio friendly because he was 16. I think his name was like fucking trademarked in the globe. <laughs> like I think everybody in the globe knows who he is. Like, that's the, that's like I think that's the one person that we can say like. He really had like um, basically the world in his hands yeah. for like a brief moment. That dude, that dude was the like best. even people across the world knew who Justin yeah. Bieber was. Yeah. Like selling out con- concerts in fucking London and yeah. fucking Germany. Like, like he's singing English and you're German. Like you're listening to American music in German. Like what? Like it's insane. And I guess people can compare it to like Britney Spears and Eminem. Like obviously mm-hmm. they were peak in their prime, but like this dude was like on another level. That was when, like, technology was, like, improving as well. That was when we had, like, our first, like, Apple and phones. Like, yeah, like, like the four and shit. Apple four and five and shit. You know, and we started listening to music more. So music started to become available. Not, we don't have, we can't have to buy CDs anymore. Just mm-hmm. one tap of a phone and we're listening. You know, I think 
That's fucking amazing. Actually, right now, in our generation, your your you and I's generation, the one person that we can say that is basic is almost having the world in her hands right now. Bill, uh, Billie Eilish. Oh yeah, I heard about. Her. Who doesn't like Billie Eilish? And she's seventeen. I think Eilish. no, eighteen. Eilish, Eilish, Eilish. <laughs> Same shit. Same shit. Tomato, tomato. Oh my god. Shut up. Eilish. Yes. Three seconds later, my snap is about to go insane. <laughs> Watch, I'm jacking it. I'm about to get a bunch of hate tweets. Oh now. my god. <laughs> oh well. But yeah, I mean, she's she's pretty popular too. Mm-hmm. I think Very. It's because like I don't know if you noticed, but our like I think we're like probably one of the most depressed. Like we take the depre- we take someone we we look at someone who's depressed. Like, yeah, I'm depressed too. You do you. Yes. Like at, like I don't know. I, we, we um, idolize depression and anxiety, which is good. You're bringing um, Awareness. Um, mental issues to light. I understand. But, like, we shouldn't idolize those things. You know? like, I understand, like, we all go through things, but we should improve rather than idolizing. You know? That's why there's so many. I, I don't know if you've seen YouTube, like, these sad edits with, like, XXX and Dacian and, like, mm-hmm. like, all these other rappers and shit, like, these fucking sad, like, edits of The Simpsons or some shit. I'm like, Mm-hmm. But what the fuck? Like, you know? Like, I don't know. Like, I, I just don't fuck with that shit that much. Yeah, I mean, I feel like people nowadays are too quick to say that they're depressed. Yeah. People don't really notice what real depression is. Yeah. Like, even me, even I could say it. Like, I, like, there was a point in my time that I could easily say that I was. But there's other people who are actually depressed, who are going more than th- to yeah. what I'm going through. Like, I could go home, and home is my safe haven. Like, my mom, she never, like, I never had an issue with my mom. Yeah. Like, I'm literally, like, in the top of the world in my house. Like, I get everything I want. My mo- my laundries are done. She does it for me. Food are done. She does it for me. Like, everything is perfect in my house. But then my social life is what, what, is what I caused it to say, oh, I'm in depression. When really half of my life is what I'm sad about but it's not really even half of my life because 25% of it is just you and you know uh, my friends and it's right. like you know okay everybody else may not like me but then it's what you said I don't gotta give a fuck about them right. I could just do me right. and you know nowadays people are just so quick to say that they're depressed oh I broke up with my boyfriend I'm depressed right. I mean at the end of the day you got so many other people who are caring about you and I mean it took me a while to understand that but like nowadays there are people who do care about you yeah and you know you just got to pay attention to them instead of the things that are just someone who is trying to hurt you yeah i think um one of the saddest things that i think any person will ever go through is when a family member or someone you love dies whether that's natural causes whether that's cancer or whether that's suicide you know i think that's one of the saddest things anybody can go through you know that's true i lost I'm going to get a little personal here. Um, I lost one of my best friends. Uh, his name was Alex. And um, he was, like, one of the first people that um, introduced me to Overwatch. Like, I remember I was playing some Minecraft. And he was like, I'm an Overwatch dude. Like, why not? And I'm like, Are you? I, I don't play that game. And I started to get better, you know, with him. Sucks, man, because he he was always like addicted to like drugs and shit. Like he would like some hardcore shit sometimes. I'm like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? You know, 
he was just one of those guys that just like was so chill and like when you met him like again with the two face like the two masks that you were talking about he was so chill when you met him you did not see any signs of drug addiction but when he went home dude the dude crashed hard and I it was so hard seeing that for the first time when you see someone going through that it's like fuck I I hold so much regret to this day because when I was playing Overwatch and having fun, he was crash and he was going through shit and I didn't do shit about it. You know, I thought he I thought he was just having fun, you know. And you know, one one day just his fucking mom called me and texted me. I forgot who it was. And it was like I think it was like the Christmas break that we had and I think it was like freshman year, sophomore year. And she texted me. She was like died like, what the fuck how and she said it was a drug overdose like he overdosed on what what's that um I, I guess he overdosed on pills but it was like a specific type of drug that that makes you fall sleepy and he just like took like I think he just took like 20 of them just popped it you know and it sucks because like to this day I still hold that regret that's why I always try to make sure everybody's okay so that shit doesn't happen to me again I've had instances where it has happened to me again. But the scariest part about um, losing someone you love is getting used to it. I think that is the scariest thing anybody can ever go through is when you start getting used to losing people in your life. That is the worst. Because now you are not nullifying yourself, but you are making your brain so unhealthy. And you might see, you're going to be saying, oh, but it's immunity, Edison. Are you retarded? You're being immune. No, what you're doing is you're telling your brain, don't get sad over sad shit. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, don't get affected over that. And I think that's the worst thing ever. You know, I think jobs like firefighting and police officers and military guys, whenever they kill someone or whenever they say they failed to save someone's life and, you know, they're used to it, like, is that's robots. You know, us human beings, we're not supposed to be robots. We're supposed to be caring, compassionate. We're supposed to help people, even when people don't help us. You know, that's that's just what I think. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I just I just talked about some weird shit. It's ironic though, you know, because isn't it when you grow up you wanted to be a police officer or a detective? Yeah, I I wanted to I want to be either a detective or a lawyer. So, but I don't know if a lawyer is even possible because it's so much money, and my parents don't have. So I might just end up being a detective uh, either way. But if I ever do end up becoming a detective, I'm never going to get used to my job. I will always feel for people who lost their loved ones, you know, whether that's a shooting. I'm never going to become immune to any of that shit. Um, I'm going to accept it wholehearted, 100%. Whether that's trauma or not, but, you know, I want to help people out and save people as many as I can. That's just my thing. And you know how, um, one of our friends, uh, Gabriel, um, is so obsessed with the whole hero Marvel thing. You know, he's very, very obsessed with like the whole DC thing. And I told him one day, and I said, you know how uh, Batman saves everybody? He's like, yeah, obviously he's the Gotham City master. I'm like, well, what if he does save someone? And Gabe looked at me like, like I'm speaking math. Like, this guy, <laughs> I just gave him like the most complex math equation. I'm like, no, seriously. Like, 
what happens if he fails to save someone? What does he do? He was like, I don't know. The comments doesn't. The comments doesn't say that. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So like, you can't save everyone, kid. So you have to be grateful. And I think ever since then, like, he respected me. I could, I could, like, I could, like, abuse. I, I, I abuse that kid so much. Like, I punch him a lot, and he would still respect me. He would just still look at me, up to me, and shit. And I just said some real ass shit. You know? Like, what if you, what if you can't save someone? Are you really a hero? Yes, you are. You're not a fucking god, you know. But you save as many people as you can, and you make every, you make everything a better place. And that goes into a perfect subtopic. Yeah. Everybody has their limit, dude. Like you just can't do everything yourself. Yeah. You just got to be satisfied with what you can achieve. Right. What what's your max potential? Right. And as long as you're okay with that, you're chilling. Right. Like. I've I'm seeing like these you know YouTubers, gamers, or, or podcasters, whatever. Everybody's like, I want to be the the next PewDiePie. I want to be the next uh, you know f- um, formal, which is a, a, a Call of Duty yeah, bro. Formal is a is a COD personality. He's very big and he's very idolized as well as being one, if not one of the best to have ever played that game. Yeah, which is like Call of Duty stuff. So yeah, that's why I was playing. Everybody is like. Bro, I want to be like him, but you're not gonna be like right. him. He is, he is formal. You're not formal. You gotta be, you gotta be you. You gotta be like yourself. And I was, I was actually listening to a song by Logic. I, I forget what song it was, but he's like, you just gotta be satisfied with with, with what you can do, what you yeah. can put in the table, and you know, you just gotta, you know, whatever you put um on the table, you gotta be happy with it. Right. If you can only give, you know. What if you only could give a fifty percent of what's of what someone's you know, a hundred percent? At least you gave something. At least you just gave it your all, and that's what matters. As long as you're happy with what you did, you're good. And a lot of people are just you know missing that nowadays. So this this has been this can't even speak now. This has been a deep hour. I did not expect my Saturday to be this. It's been a good hour. Um, ladies and gentlemen, we are wrapping up for the time. Edward, is there anything, any advice that you would say to any freshman out there, anybody trying to be, you know, like, like as you said, like that one year placing COD, starting out in COD, do you have any advice for those newcomers, those new people? Anything you want to say to those people? Oh man, I guess you can say. I guess what I can say is, don't don't do the same mistake I did. <laughs> like, oh man, like, bro, just 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 do you, man. Like, you can't just be the antisocial little asshole all through high school. I mean. I missed out on having Edison as a friend in freshman year, going through my pains and struggles in freshman and sophomore year. Edison could have been a bit, I mean, I could have been a completely different person right now. Like, I could have been starting playing COD a freshman year, and I could have been better than what I is now. I could have been, you know, motivated to do sports, because I know Edison does football. I could have been, you know, motivated to do my baseball thing again, since I, you know, ever since I stopped playing baseball. I mean, I could have done so many other things. I could have been more open, had more friends. I could have been a completely different person if I wouldn't, you know, 
actually got out my comfort zone. You know, it's great to have your space and you know your you like your little inner circle, but you can never you can you can't say no to something you never tried to. And you know, knowing Edison and going through the years, I've you know I've opened myself up more, and I'm a completely different person than I was freshman year. Like, if you like Edison, am I the same person if I was a freshman year? Like in freshman year, I, I, I like I was so quiet. Like I never I tried remember, anything stupid. I remember that one conversation we had walking down the hill, I think, from our school, and I saw your mention. You know, my little happy fun. <laughs> I'm like, oh, you know, Edward, I never talked to him. I never talked to him. And you were like on your phone, like you're so not giving a fuck. It was a cloudy day. And I was like, what's up? And you're like, what's up? And I'm like, I, I, I was trying to talk to you about some shit. It was hot. And you were like. Yeah, you know, it's, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember like, you just did not want to talk to me like at all. You like, like this guy doesn't like fuck off. I'm about to punch him right now. And I'm like, all right, you know, maybe Edward, my, my, you know, before I was like, traumatized after all those years, I'm like, you know what, maybe he, maybe he doesn't want to talk right now. I'll just talk to him tomorrow. And <laughs> <laughs> a fucking smile on my face. Yeah. That was like the first time I ever probably talked to you. <laughs> I don't think you know I existed. <laughs> Bro, like, I remember I hated everybody in my class, actually. I hated Miguel. I hated you. I hated everyone. I only knew Max, which was my friend from seventh grade. I only knew him. I, I didn't want to talk to anyone. But, like, that's what I'm like. That, that just goes back to my point. Um, I want to talk to Edison. Um, in, in my freshman year, me and Edison, we would have had a greater bond than we do now. Like, I consider Edison as, like, my brother. And I, I don't even call Max my brother. And I knew Max for six years. I knew Edison for three years, and I'm calling him my brother. We've been through, I've been through way more shit than I have him, than I have with Max. And, I mean, I take, you know, it's great to have that. And I feel like, you know, for years to come, me and Edison were just gonna be, you know, together with that bro right. stuff, and it's great to have that. Right. I mean, you always, you always got that, that one, that one pound. Yeah. Yeah, it's okay. It's pretty fucking. I mean, there's that one thing I haven't told you ever since we've been together. Like right. I tell you, every single struggle, every single problem I've been through. And you know, we didn't start off this way. Um, it was pretty hard being Edward's friend for a while when we were both trying to play COD. Um, I remember days when he would just like. Like curse me out, you know. I, I would say one mean thing. He was like, "Yo, shut the fuck up, fat ass piece of shit," you know. I'm like, "Yo, like this guy, who is like? I've never met anybody more complex than Edward in my life. I've never met anybody like I've never had to figure out somebody more than, than Edward. You know, everybody else I could figure out. Everybody has everybody has something unique about them. But when it comes to Edward, I'm like, Dude, I have to look at this more. I have to look at what you." And that was like sophomore year, man. Like when you started to talk to people, I'm like, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> I, I rolled my chin a lot, you know. And it was so hard trying to figure. It took me a year to figure it out. Fun fact: it took me like almost a year to figure you out. And after the end, like, yeah, I know who he is. I got this. And that's why I started to relate stuff to you. You were like, I remember one time you were like, man, I love um, baseball. Baseball. Wow, you like baseball? I like baseball too, you know, you know, let's talk. You know? <laughs> like you just try to find what actually interests me.
But I got a question for you. Enough about me. Why do you want to talk? Most people give up at like at the first conversation. Like if you would add someone on Snap or meet someone in another school, if they don't get that vibe off you, they just cut you off. Right. Why did you keep talking to me? Why? Well, what made you? I think it was two reasons. I think I don't know. I think it was. I wish you would have told me like immediately. I would have had the perfect answer. But I think you you were different in a good way. No, I'm not saying that to like be mean, but you were different, and I was like, huh. You know, I could. It was like I look at everybody as a puzzle. I look at everybody as okay. What makes them happy? What makes them laugh? What does this? That's why. That's why I can make anybody in a class laugh because I know what makes them laugh. But with you, I would tell a joke and you wouldn't laugh. I'm like, the fuck? <laughs> what? Who are you? Huh? You are an alien. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So I was like, all right, it's gonna be a little tricky. You are a really hard puzzle to solve, and I think the, the beauty of solving you and finding out who you were always motivated me because I'm like, okay, this guy doesn't really like that person. Or he doesn't do this. Let me do this. I like I like figuring people out. That's just who I am. You know, when I meet somebody for the first time, I like figuring them out. You know, I'll throw jokes here and there and see what makes them laugh. Is there humor? Shit like that. I feel like that's the reason why I don't have a lot of friends. I'm kind of people don't take time out of the day to actually figure out what's the main problem or what's the main thing about that person that makes them the way they are. Like, starting off this new year, I made a promise to myself that, you know, I'm going to change. And I'm going to, like, stop that, you know, sad, depressed, you know, self of myself, me. And, you know, be a more happy, open, and, you know, do more things type of uh, person. And, 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 I mean, starting off the year, I mean, I started off with a death in the family. I, that's that's never easy. Yeah. Um, I never really told anyone that, but I mean, like, shit. I mean, like, dealing off with that, and then not only that, but just dealing with just the world in general. Like, it's just like you don't get that vibe. Yeah. Like the shit that happened in Australia, the earthquake that's going in Puerto Rico. I mean, like, you could, like, I want to start off good. I want to be happy. Let's start off the year right, and then you're just hearing a bunch of world issues, and then on top of that, your own personal family issues. It's just like, damn. Like, how do you even go through it? I'm surprised I'm even at, like, at this happy than I am right now. Like, I'm actually surprised. But, I mean, like, it, what really surprises me about a certain person, especially with you, I didn't know that person died for you, that was that close to you. You never even show it. And that just happened not even a month ago, like, in December. And you didn't, and you didn't even tell me. And I didn't even notice. But you kept that, that persona that you're happy and you're, nothing is going on with you. And, I mean, like... You know, I'm surprised people could do that. And, every, you know, it's not like when it comes to me, when I'm sad or whatever, people know it because I just show my emotions. I'm just that type of person. And there's just some people that don't. And that's what makes it hard for me to know if something's on with me. Because, you know, I, I like to talk to you and I like to know that you're okay. But with you, it's hard. It's hard to pick you up because it's just like... You know, you always want to make people sound like, you know, yes, I'm okay, I'm good. Don't, don't worry about me. I'm, I'm, I'm perfect. How about you, though? Are you okay? Like, that's you. And, you know, I respect that about a person. But, I mean, like, the one thing that I've always hated about people like you is that they just don't show the emotions. And this is hard because I want to help, too. But, like, you don't show it. 
I want to help you, just don't help me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's exactly what you are. Like, I want to help you, don't help me, I'm good. I, I'll do it myself. And that's what makes it hard on people because helping, just doing you and helping yourself, you can't always do that all the time. And I learned that the hard way. You just can't do it all by yourself. Yeah, I learned uh, the reason why I'm going through this is because well, when I was younger, um, I always wanted to be like my dad. My dad was like my role model when I was growing up. Like, I would just see my dad like, just not doing fuck. Like this guy would like have a serious face all the time. Like something sad could be happening and something bad could happen. He just would not flinch. And I'm always like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know? He's but, the goat. Yeah, but over time, as I got to see him, he does flinch, but he flinches when nobody looks at him. You see, I don't... Have you ever seen me cry? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Nobody in my class, nobody in my close friends have seen me cry. Never in their life. Why? Because in my opinion, or my, how I see it, if you see me cry, that means that I'm not the person that you think I am. So I have to be the person that you think I am. And I'm not. You know what I'm trying to say? It's like, I, it's like for me, I put on different masks you're showing a fake purse, like a fake sale. Yes. Fake, fake sale. I only show you what you want to see. You want to see my, my jokes and, and how funny I am? Fine, I'll show you this side of me. You want to see my, um, I don't know, like my fucking, my, my thoughtful side, what I think of? I'll show you that side of me, but I will never show you all the parts of me. Because if I took the time to say it, you would get bored. <laughs> okay, <laughs> next. You know, that was everybody that I encountered. Nobody cared about me who I was or something. You know what? Let me make myself relatable to everybody so I can have friends. So I started to close myself off, you know? And I guess it got to the point where I just didn't show any emotion, you know? I, I always wanted to have a smile on my face. I always wanted to, you know, be cheerful. You can do it, you know? I supported everyone, but I never supported myself. I gave everyone their lift. I gave everyone their push. But I never pushed myself, and that was a really big year for me. You put every you put everybody in front of you instead of putting yourself I never, first. I never, I never wanted to be better than you, Khan. I never wanted to be the best. I just wanted to help you because I knew you were going through stuff. And stuff like, you know, maybe he would like me more. I feel like that was probably why I did play a lot of COD that year. Trying to get go, get over through the the break, or well, not Trying even. To get over the hump. Yeah, and you know, just that you know, I feel, I feel like I played a bunch just to get over my problems, yeah. and that's obviously a huge mistake nowadays. Like playing, you know, like it's like that food addiction. Like when people get sad, they eat. Like yeah. that's not good for you, but like that's what makes you happy so you know you're gonna do it that was my that was my addiction playing video games I was depressed I played video games that's it I don't give a fuck about anything else and you know one time I was going through like a hard time in junior year and what I would do is when I, maybe I do this now like when I'm like sad or some shit I would pound my chest I would go like this like 10 times like and I would be like you got this come on I'll yell in the mirror, like, come on! Like, what the fuck are you, little bitch? <laughs> so I would do that all the time, and it, it got so bad. Like, my mom was actually concerning. ¿Y por qué tú estás haciendo esta bulla? Yo no puedo dormir en esta casa. And it got like that. So, but then I stopped doing it, and then I started doing it at night when nobody was, like, awake. 
I started mm-hmm. reading it silently like this. Like, that's that's what that's my that was my remedy and it didn't help my chest you know I, I hit my chest hurt a lot after that you know but I always wanted to be this tough I always my dream was I always wanted to be this tough guy persona that everybody looked up to and everybody respected you know I didn't care if you liked me I didn't care if you hated me I just wanted you to respect me you know? I just wanted you to see me as somebody that can do the things that you can't you know? that was that was my thing that was my goal Damn. Yeah. So, what a fucking story you got. I mean, holy shit, you know. Right. And man, you just scratched the surface, dude. <laughs> I was just holding. I was. I'm holding so many stories down. <laughs> yeah. But unfortunately, our time has run out. Um, thank you, Edward, so much for joining this and taking the time to just be with me and talk about shit. Yeah. I mean, I only have one request. Oh, oh shit! What 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 is that? I better be back on here. <laughs> I better be back on here, dude. I swear, this is fun. Listen, I'm trying to make some some ideas, man. You gotta let me work. I'll let you work, but as long as I'm back here, shit. <laughs> I don't know fuck. I don't know fuck, dude. All right, thank you so much, Edward, for joining my podcast, and thank you, you guys. I mean, you guys are fucking listening. It's an hour. It's an hour and thirty-three minutes now. And- Whoever's still here, I fucking love you. We love you. All right. You know, oh, so you, so your fans? You're speaking for your fans? Yeah. I will, I don't call them fans. I call them supporters. Yeah, like you guys are amazing. Like all of you. I don't care if it's just one person listening, two people listening, three people listening. Whoever's listening right now, you're fucking awesome. And me, and I will speak for Edward on this. Thank you for listening to us. Yeah. And thank you so much. And we will see you on the next episode. Peace. Later.